weekend. We have made it. And before we go any further, today's a very special day. I do got to wish my dad a big happy birthday. August 12th is Joe Hickey's big day. So, Dad, happy birthday to you. I think it's a 35th straight year he's celebrating his 30th birthday, which I'm sure at this point is a record. So, props to him. Enjoy. Can't wait to celebrate with you later. But a big happy birthday to my dad. Got to get that off the bat here before we do get rolling on CBS Sports Radio. But it's not your birthday. Hey, still a great day to be alive. Still a great weekend to celebrate as well and enjoy the summertime as we are rapidly, rapidly approaching the NFL season. First weekend of preseason is here. Less than a month away from NFL games, real NFL games kicking off. We'll get back to your thoughts here in a little bit of your hot takes. New segment on the show debuting today. Takeoff. Kind of rip off a little bit of Jim Rome's smack off. Getting your best, your hottest, your boldest 2023 NFL takes that you think will come true. That's a caveat. You got to believe them here. You got to make predictions because guess what we're doing? We are keeping receipts. We'll give you your praise, your just praise. If your hot takes come true, we'll also give you a lot of ridicule on a lot of uh, flack. If they just blow up right in our face. So we'll, can, we'll continue, uh, continue, easy for me to say, to do that throughout the entirety of the show here. But I do want to highlight one team, one quarterback specifically, and to give a little bit of a PSA to not do what another team just did this offseason. Look, when it comes to Kirk Cousins, we know who he is, right? There's no guessing what kind of quarterback Kirk is. He's a really damn good regular season guy. Puts up a lot of numbers, a lot of touchdowns, pretty stats on the box score. But come playoff time, come the clutch moment in the regular season when you need a game, need a drive, he has not been able to come through. He has failed way more often than he succeeded. Good regular season quarterback, not a good playoff quarterback. Not a guy you would consider elite, which would mean there are definitely quarterbacks you could upgrade, uh, upgrade with, right? Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts, just, you know, go down the list. Seven, eight, nine guys in the NFL right now, bare minimum. You could say the Vikings could get, and it would be considered an upgrade over Kirk. So while there are upgrades for sure, also plenty of downgrades. A lot of downgrades, actually. Plenty of options for the Vikings to do way worse than what they currently got. Which is why if I'm Minnesota, Kirk Cousins is on the last year of his deal, free agent after the season. I'm not taking the risk. I'm signing Kirk Cousins to an extension now. Not long-term, one-year, two-year, kind of like they've been doing, kind of going year by year. But I'd make sure Kirk is at least my quarterback in 2023 and 2024, bare minimum. Because here's what the Vikings cannot do. The Vikings cannot do what the Raiders just did a few months ago. Remember what the Raiders did? The Raiders had Derek Carr, who I would say is in a similar category as Cousins. I would argue that Cousins is better than Carr. But again, for the most part, both pretty good regular season quarterbacks that are not clutch uh, in the postseason. The Raiders at the end of last year could not wait to get rid of their franchise quarterback in Carr. Could not wait. Actually, they were so excited, they cut him. They gave him away for nothing. They thought they are getting an upgrade. So they cut Carr, and guess what happened? They looked around and realized, oh, wow. Yeah, we could do better than Derek. There are upgrades out there, but we can't get those upgrades. 
those upgrades are not available for us to trade for and or sign. And you got stuck with downgrading. I think they downgraded in getting Jimmy G. Talent, eh, about even. Derek Carr a little bit better. Injury concern, way worse, obviously, with Jimmy G. Availability is a big-time question mark. So the Raiders sprinted to get rid of a good, not great quarterback without a backup plan in mind, without a succession plan whatsoever thought out. And then when they realized, okay, now we're free, let's start looking. Oh, well, Tom Brady's retiring. Oh, okay. And Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. Oh, shoot. Um, And Mahomes, is well, he's not getting traded. Burrow's not getting traded. Herbert's getting an extension. Oh, wow, we have nowhere to go. We got nowhere to go but down. And that's what they did. And that's why if you're the Vikings, you cannot afford to do exactly what the Raiders did. You can upgrade for sure. You can upgrade over Kirk, absolutely. But you could do way worse and easily will do way worse next year than getting an upgrade. Which is why I would lock Kirk up now and make sure you are not doing a Raiders 2.0 and having a good offense with good pieces around him to have no quarterback with. Right, The Raiders have Devontae Adams. Presumably, Josh Jacobs is going to play. So you have one of the best wide receivers and one of the best running backs on your offense going to the season, and you ran away and gave away your quarterback, the Raiders did, and got a downgrade. The Vikings have Justin Jefferson, arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. You got TJ Hawkinson. You got KJ Osborne. They drafted Jordan Addison. You have legitimate weapons on this offense. You can't afford to give Kirk away, not re-sign him, let him go in free agency, and then not upgrade. Then have nowhere to go but down. You can't give Justin Jefferson any sort of idea in his head of leaving or forcing his way out. Which is why I, even though you can do better, and Kirk has his limitations and his frustrations in the playoffs, the odds of you upgrading are so slim, basically impossible, that to me, you have no choice if that if you do try to move on, you're going to go down. Which is why at least I'd rather stay where I am now instead of completely downgrading. Which, so that's easy to me, for me. Give uh, Kirk an extension now. Again, not long term, but lock him up so he's at least there past 2023. I think it's simple. I think it's obvious. What makes no sense to me is why the Vikings so far don't see this. So their owner, Mark Wilf, was talking to reporters earlier this week. He was asked, hey, you want Kirk back next year? You want to re-sign him to an extension? Again, when you look at the landscape of the quarterbacks, with no upgrade actually truly available for you to get, with all these elite quarterbacks that are better than Kirk under contract, you have no chance of upgrading. So the answer should have been, absolutely. Why would we want Kirk to leave? Well, let you hear what, again, Vikings owner Mark Wilf had to say when he was asked about trying to keep Kirk Cousins on the team. Here's what he said. That is the very professional answer of saying, yeah, we're not a rush assignment. We'll take a gamble next year and see what we can do. That's a failed gamble. That is a very failed gamble because guess what? Who are they bringing in? Again, you're not bringing Mahomes. You're not getting Burrow. You're not getting Herbert. You're not getting Hurts. You're not getting Allen. You're not getting Lamar. You're not getting Trevor Lawrence. Where are you going? 
These are your possible quote-unquote upgrades. If things go haywire in Dallas, if this is the year Jerry Jones finally breaks and it's another disappointing end in the postseason, he says, screw it, we can't win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott, damn it, I'm trading him. And you're able to trade for Dak Prescott. Is that really an upgrade? Is Dak Prescott really taking you where Kirk Cousins couldn't? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're giving up draft capital and paying more money for a guy that will achieve less than the guy you have currently right now. Dak is not an upgrade. Is Kyler Murray an upgrade? I don't think so either. We talk about Kirk Cousins right now and his lack of, uh, you know, his lack of playing well in the postseason. To Kirk's credit, especially the last year or two, he at least has played well down the stretch of the regular season. Again, playoffs are a different animal. But at least in the regular season, he has played well down the stretch. Kyler Murray can't give you a good game past Thanksgiving. Kyler Murray is a king of getting off to the hot start. Okay, Halloween's coming. All of a sudden, wow, the Cardinals are actually kind of good. Are they a real contender in the NFC? All of a sudden, you get to Thanksgiving. Poof. There goes Kyler. There goes the Cardinals. And the one game they made uh, they made the playoffs, they got to the playoffs in, he was one of the worst quarterbacks we've ever seen in a playoff game. He made Kirk Cousins look like Tom Brady. That's how bad Kyler was. So you are downgrading in terms of talent and especially downgrading in terms of clutch factor if you go Kyler. Mac Jones? Ryan Tannehill? You want to bring in Jimmy G? Sam Darnold? Those are the options, folks, we are talking about when it comes to moving off Kirk Cousins and realistically getting another quarterback in Minnesota next year. None of those guys we listed are upgrades. So it makes no sense if you are Minnesota to move off Kirk. And by the way, they won 13 games last year, right? I don't think they're winning 13 games this year. I think they are just by definition, regressing. But I think they're a playoff team. In a weak NFC, still with a, a lot of offensive talent on the team, bringing in Brian Flores to help coach with the defense, which I like, I think this is a playoff team in Minnesota, which means they're not in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. They're not high enough to draft Drake May. So you're not going to be able to get that franchise-changing quarterback high in the draft that we've seen other teams get before. So they're stuck. There's no upgrade in the draft. There's no upgrade right now uh, around the NFL that you can realistically get. The Vikings are stuck, which is why you cannot go into 2023 with Kirk Cousins as a lame duck quarterback. This is the last year of his deal. Give him a small extension, lock him up, and bare minimum, make sure he is your guy in 2023 and 2024 to prevent what the Raiders just did. Moving off of a guy and downgrading when you're still trying to make the playoffs. You cannot afford to do that. And you should learn from what the Raiders did to say, we are not being that dumb. We are not being that stupid. Lock up Kirk. And at least preserve right now you being a playoff team going forward. All right. that I mean, some make it so that a hot take. I don't. But some make it sort of that a hot take. And speaking of, we are getting your hot takes here at 855-212-4227. This is your chance. And a little segment we are doing called Takeoff. We are putting takes against each other. And we are seeing 
which can have the craziest, the hottest, the juiciest, the spiciest take that will turn out to be true. We're taking receipts. We're writing these all down here, and we are keeping track all season long of takes given. Which ones will come true? We'll give you your well-deserved adulation. And for those that fail, well-deserved mockery. I've given a few out so far. Rehash them really fast here. My hot takes early on. Browns and Broncos both making the playoffs this year. Bucks winning the NFC South. Jared Goff, big season. Top five MVP candidate. I think Ron Rivera is going to be the first head coach fired. I think the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, will make the playoffs. What are your hot takes here? 855-212-4227. Lee is calling from San Diego. What's up, Lee? Hey, How's it going, man? Thanks for taking my call. Lee, thanks for making it, buddy. What we got cooking up there uh, in San Diego? Any any good spicy takes we got? Yeah, I want to talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers a little bit. I don't think he's going to do anything this year. I, I think he's over the hill. And I want to talk about the what I think is the best quarterback in the league. He hasn't done much yet, but hmm. Justin Ebert. Justin Herbert, Her- Ebert, or Her- Herbert, Herbert, Her- Herbert. Yes, I've never heard Hebert. Okay, but hey, do you know if uh, Austin Eckler's been signed by them again? Because I-, I think that's very important to this team. He's under contract. He's in the final year of his deal. No extension, but he will play this year. Anyways, I, I think the. Nobody talks about the Chargers, and, and I still love them. I, I'm in San Diego here, and I, I still love them. Uh, I mean. So we got any hot takes? Justin Herbert, best quarterback in the league, Chargers Super Bowl appearance. What, what we got here? Like, we need something, man. We need something here. Yeah. Well, Call your shot. They have the potential, man. And I live in San Diego, so it, it's a really – Messed up situation. It is. The Padres underachieving. The the Chargers underachieving. I don't get it, man. All right. Hey, Lee, you sound a little downtrodden, Lee. I hope you're okay. Hopefully we can brighten your day up a little bit. Justin Hebert can play well and, uh, you know, make make you happy again, it sounds like. But no real hot take there from Lee. Don't feel the confidence emanating from San Diego Rick is in Boston. What's up, stud? Who? Rick? No, is that not you? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you said Doug for a minute. My bad. My bad, Rick. Uh, My anyways. bad, Rick. All right, I got, I got, I got two, I got, I got two off the wall predictions. Ooh. One college, one pro. Oh, the okay. Pro, the pro is going to be, you know where I'm from. You know my accent. We're taken back to top of the mountain this year. The New England Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Jesus. You may think I'm completely out of my mind. You Everybody are. I know does. But with Bill O'Brien taking over with Mac Jones, I think he's going to revamp the offense. I think the Patriots are going to be a dark horse sleeper, and that's when they do their most damage. Wow. That's, I mean, that might, honestly, Rick, you so far, there's been some hot takes here Giants, 49ers, NFC title game, Jaguars, Super Bowl, Dolphins, Super Bowl. Uh, Cowboys winning the NFC. You may, I think you've taken the cake so far. That is the hottest take 
we have had so far in this show, the Patriots are winning the Super gonna, Bowl. We're not only going on the stairway to seven, but we're taking back to East from those idiots in Buffalo. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, man. But that team, that town cannot win. I'm sorry. I don't know why they're winning the East because even if they make the playoffs, they can't do anything when they get there. Um, the Patriots at least know how to win once they get to the dance. Um, well, minus the last we, time you played Buffalo in the playoffs, obviously that was I understand. Look, that was ugly. Last year was a throwaway year. We had Matt Patricia calling the plays. What does that tell you? He was waiting for Bill O'Brien to become available from Nick Saban. So now we got our guy in place. We got our offense. The defense is intact. I think the Patriots are going to be the sleeper. I, I think they're going to be completely unexpected. They're going to go 13-4. and four, Oh, my and God. I, you think I'm not? Hey, I, they're finishing last place, but I, I like it. Okay, let's hear it. I got six flags in my south end zone says otherwise. Okay. Yeah, but Tom Brady. That's I Listen, I'm not hating on uh, taking away with the rings, but let's also live in reality. All right. But so, I got one more uh, prediction. Yes. It's a college prediction, and only because I'm going to the game. Okay. My naval midshipmen are going to thump the Irish on an opening day. Wow, you're going over out to Ireland. Out, out in Dublin. Very nice. Very nice. You ever been? I have never been to Dublin, no. Uh, I am looking very forward to this. I've heard... I've got all kinds of – every Irishman I know is giving me advice. I'm telling you on where to go, what to do, what to drink. Uh, but All right, so you don't need my advice. And I was there last year. It was – I'll say this, Rick, you'll have a blast. It's not hard to find a good time, that's for sure. I, I am looking very forward to this. I mean, look, I like the Irish too, but I like – listen, I'm an able veteran. i got to go with my brothers. I like uh, it. Rick, thank you for your service, buddy. Enjoy the game. Enjoy Ireland. That's going to be a hell of a trip. I'm very jealous. I was actually supposed to. My entire family is huge Notre Dame fans. Um, so growing up, I was a big Notre Dame fan, despite the fact that no one in my family uh, came close to going to Notre Dame. Let's just say the Hickeys are not. Um, we were not academic scholars in the sense that we would uh, our grades are getting us into that uh, elite institution. But nonetheless, hey, didn't stop us from rooting for, uh, for the Irish. And we tried to go a few years ago before the pandemic screwed it up. But we're going to go to Ireland to watch. Notre Dame Navy, the first time they're supposed to play, I think that was 2020. Um, and obviously, COVID uh, had second thoughts on that. But you're going to love it. Very jealous going in. It's going to be a lot of fun. But Patriots to the Super Bowl. That, I think, so far, that is the hottest take we have seen. We've got some good ones, including from Mike Laszlo on Twitter. Does tweet at Ryan underscore Hickey in the number three. Browns are sweeping the AFC North and going to the AFC top again. I'm, I, you heard it before. I think the Browns are making the playoffs. But if you're telling me what's more likely, AFC title game for the Browns or going 6-0 in the division, it's the AFC title game. That division is way too hard for you to sweep the Bengals, sweep the Ravens, sweep the Steelers. No shot. Way more likely to go to an, uh, to an AFC title game, which I'm sure you'll take. You'll trade that off for an undefeated season for sure. Um, but there we go. There's some Browns belief for you. So 855-212-4227. We are taking our seats here. We're writing this down. What is your biggest, boldest NFL hot take for 2023 that you think will come true? We'll get your thoughts on that. And also, too, when we do return, the Colts, I think, are handling Anthony Richardson correctly. I think it's a blueprint for the rest of the NFL as well. I'll tell you why when we do return. It's Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. It's Hick at Night with Ryan Hickey. Here I am. Where else would I be? With you right here on a Saturday, uh, I was going to say Saturday night, a Saturday morning on CBS Sports Radio. If you have missed any of the show, 
or unfortunately maybe about to leave us sooner rather than later, but want to keep on listening. Great news. Great news. We are now in podcast form wherever you do get your podcasts. Hick at Night is the podcast title, Night N-I-T-E. Can't miss it as my ugly face right there in front. So you see an ugly guy with a, a black beard. That's me. That's how you know you found the podcast, Hick at Night, wherever you do get your pods. And the entire four-hour show is put into podcast form so you can listen wherever and whenever you do feel like it. Check it out, Hick at Night. Again, N-I-T-E. Make sure you subscribe wherever you do get your podcasts. As a quick reminder, this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com, wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Okay, really fast here. The Colts, I think, are making the right move in starting Anthony Richardson later today in preseason game number one. I think that's going to be on track for him to start week number one as well. I like how the Colts are handling Anthony Richardson. Because overall, right, Anthony Richardson is in the same group as Trey Lance, as other guys, as Jordan Love, that are deemed as projects. Inexperienced players coming out of college, super talented, tons of physical skills, but very raw, very little experience as well. And for a while, and I've been in this camp for a while too, to be honest, I always thought, you know what, treating these players with kid gloves taking it easy, sitting them down for a year, maybe two years, really kind of inching them along will be the best way to get the most out of them. And I think now the more you watch, the more you realize, you know what? These guys need to play. Like Anthony Richardson has 13 career starts since high school at Florida. That's it. He's got to play. He's only going to get better by playing. I don't think he's going to get better by watching Gardner Minshew play. Looking back... I know it's a little different situation because the 49ers were still going for it and, and still like Super Bowl contenders when they drafted Trey Lance third overall. But looking back, I mean, Trey Lance's career feels like it's almost over in San Francisco before it even started. I think he at least would have been better off, bare minimum, if he was able to start right away instead of uh, instead of sitting year number one behind Jimmy G. Bare minimum, I think it would have helped lower expectations a little bit. Because I think now when you see the 49ers play as well as they did, uh, they did under Jimmy G., you have Trey Lance sitting all year, so you don't get to see him. Anticipation builds at all. Look how far we got with Jimmy G. Now Trey Lance supposed to be the savior coming in. We're going to the Super Bowl. And before Trey Lance's career even really got started, it's already over. So I like the I think the Colts are making the right move here for sure. It's starting Anthony Richardson, throwing him to the deep end, and seeing if he can play. Like I don't think a year, sitting a year really changes a, a quarterback's career all that much. Like Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith, right, back in 2017. Is Patrick Mahomes not Patrick Mahomes as we know him today if he played his rookie year instead of sitting? I don't think so. He may not have had, you know, the MVP season he had in his first year as a starter as a rookie when you're still kind of, you know, learning everything and getting everything thrown at you. Maybe he's a little bit, you know, calmer and, and more experienced and more comfortable in the playbook. Uh, a year into the system when he's the first, you know, as a full-time starter a year after sitting behind Alex Smith. But I don't think his career, as we're sitting here right now in 2023, is all that much different if he started in 2017 compared to sitting behind Alex Smith in 2017. See what you got. Quarterback now contracts 
they start so early, these extensions start so early after year three and year four, I don't think you really have a, a year to waste by sitting. So I like what the Colts are doing. Obviously, it was obvious the Texans and the Panthers are going to do the same thing with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, respectively. They, those two guys obviously were pro-ready, so there's no doubt about them sitting um, their first year. But Richardson was always the guy I talked about, and I'm glad the Colts, I think, are doing the right thing in playing Richardson, seeing what they got, feeding him to the Wolves, and seeing how he responds. All right. We were just talking before about Kirk Cousins, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227 at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. I think the Vikings should give Kirk an extension now and prevent what the Raiders just did to themselves from happening in Minnesota, where the Raiders moved off Derek Carr, hoping for an upgrade, realized there wasn't one out there, and downgraded by getting Jimmy G and now hurt their chances of making the playoffs big time by getting a more injury-prone, I think, less talented quarterback compared to what they got uh, in car. Don't do it if you're the Vikings. Keep Kirk Cousins because the upgrades, they are, trust me, they're out there. I would argue eight, nine possible upgrades over Kirk right now. The issue is none of those eight or nine guys are available for you to get. So anyone you're going to go move off of Kirk for is going to be a downgrade. Keep Kirk, get to the playoffs, maybe hope you get lucky one year. Things break your way, but I would not move off Kirk right now. He's a free agent after this season because there's nothing but downgrades out there for Minnesota after this year. Mike is calling about Kirk from Illinois. What's up, Mike? Good morning, Ryan Hickey. How are you? Mike, we're living, buddy. Sounds like you are as well. Oh, well, (laughs) yeah. I, uh, I'm doing all right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Just all right. Uh, Sounds like you're doing better than all right. The first time not to hang up. Uh, uh, I, uh, I got to disagree with you on the, on the, uh, Kirk Cousins thing because, uh, behind the scenes, sure. We tell the agent, we want you to stay. We'll get you the extension, but we're going to do it at the end of the season. And this is why you you don't do it now because, I mean, it's still a business. What's the salary cap hit? If they sign him, he gets a crazy injury. He's got to sit out the next. He's got to sit out next year. So he makes it through this season. You know he's going to be able to play next year. You sign him up the first month after the season's over, however long your season goes. Done deal. It's a gentleman's agreement. Let's just make it through the season. We're locking you up. No problem. But I can't do it now. I can't take the risk of the hit and you not being available. That's my take. I would not put myself on the hook for any salary cap hits if he's not going to be physically able to play. Due to I mean, Mike, I'll say this. The likelihood of a quarterback getting that hurt at this point in the NFL, appreciate the call, buddy. Hope, hope you keep doing well, is very small. Like you can't, you're afraid of injury. Then no, no player should get more than a one-year contract in the NFL in your mind. If that's what you're really worried about, not being available next year, then no quarterback, no player, should be getting a multi-year deal. Injuries happen; it sucks, but you really can't prepare for them. You can't budget for them. You can't expect them. Kirk, to his credit, has powered through a lot of injuries. He's been Mister um, Stability in the sense that he's never really missed any games. He's always out there. He's durable. I don't think really injury, and I hope not being a mush here. I 
there was a little bit of a track record for that, and I hope this is not going to come back here and, and bite me, the week one torn ACL. But Kirk has a really good track record of being healthy, and I don't think you have to worry about injury as being a major concern as to why you would not give him a contract extension. Speaking of Kirk Cousins, we are also taking hot takes, your spiciest, your hottest, your boldest prediction for this 2023 NFL season. But you got to believe it. What prediction do you think right now sounds ludicrous? Sounds no way that's going to happen. But when it's all said and done, come January, you turn out to be right. Stewart is calling from Atlanta. What's up, Stewart? Hey, Ryan. How you doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. We got a little uh, Kirk Cousins hot take? I do. Okay, so get this. I'm a Washington fan, have been for years. Okay. Right? So they dealt, they dealt him, got rid of him. Now there's a new regime in uh, Washington. Uh, Detroit and Minnesota play their last game this year. That's the last game of their season. I think Minnesota's going to be on the hook, playing for a wild card spot, and it's going to depend on that game. They'll have to beat Detroit to get into a wild card. Mm-hmm. They're going to come up short. I think Minnesota's going to be tired of the results they've got from Kirk Cousins. He's going to get dealt to back to Washington since there's a new regime. And Minnesota is going to go after Matthew Stafford because I'm pretty confident he's in his last year with uh, the Rams this year. And I think the Rams are going to get rid of him, and he's going to come to Minnesota. Interesting. I believe I got double check here. Stuart, appreciate the call. I think Stafford's – I think he still has one more year left after this. I don't think he's a free agent. But, I mean, there were reports and were uh, rumors that they were – the Rams, that is, were trying to trade Stafford um, this offseason. So – if he doesn't bounce back, still injury-prone, maybe even if they decide, you know what, screw it, let's go into rebuild, even if Stafford plays well, possibility. Absolute possibility. And knowing the commander's luck, you get Kirk back next year at age 36, that's when the age starts to wear him down and you don't even get the old, or, you know, the current Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins that the Vikings are getting right now. That's been, uh, would not be surprising for right now, a downtrodden commander's franchise. Although, hey, Better times are ahead. The boogeyman is out. Dan Snyder is no more. All right, we're continuing to take your hot takes here. 855-212-4227. You can tweet me at Ryan underscore Hickey in the number three. Also, when we do return, because we've gotten a good amount of preseason games so far on Thursday and Friday, I want to give you a few early takes. Nothing crazy, no overreactions. Just a few early observations from what I've seen so far in the first two days of NFL preseason. We'll do that when we do return. It's Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. It's Hick at Night with Ryan Hickey. Ryan Hickey here with you on CBS Sports Radio. A very happy weekend to you. We will continue to take your hot takes. We are documenting them. I have a big Google Doc right in front of me. Writing down all the tweets, all the calls, calling your shot here for the biggest, boldest hot take that you think will come true. We'll circle back to that here in a in a little bit. But I figured because the preseason now is really, truly, fully underway, few games on Thursday, loaded schedule on Friday, quick, early thoughts on what we've seen so far in the first game that doesn't count in the NFL. A few NFL preseason quick hitters. If you will, uh, if you will, number one, no panic from Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. 
It was ugly in the desert. Second string players playing for the Cardinals defense and Russell Wilson playing almost till halftime managed one TD, uh, one TD drive. Not great. Pressured more than you would like to see. But here's why I'm not panicking. Russ is going to be fine. This offense is going to be fine. It's a new system. You're still getting used to it. First time you're going against an opponent, you got to work the rust off. I'm not going to overreact. And what was the game that you look at the box score for Russ, 7 of 13, 93 yards, one touchdown, hit a ton. Doesn't sound as bad, but you watch it, does not look great. I'm not panicking. I still think they're going to the playoffs. Some rust to knock off for sure. But I like the fact that he played almost till halftime. Get used to the new Sean Payne system. No panic in Denver. I do, though, have some concern with C.J. Stroud. Not with him, the player, but I got legitimate concern on what's around him. I think of the three quarterbacks taken in the first round, C.J.'s in the worst spot of the three. Bryce Young in Carolina, Anthony Richardson in uh, Indy, and obviously uh, C.J. Stroud in Houston. Look, the offensive line is not very good overall. So you're not going to have a good amount of protection so far to allow you to go through your reads. Offense is not very good. I mean, your best receiver right now is looking to be rookie Tank Dell. Which on one hand, okay, nice little impact right away. He caught a touchdown pass on Thursday night. But on the other hand, the best right now security blanket a rookie quarterback could have is going to be a rookie wide receiver. Don't love that whatsoever. First time offense coordinator as well. I think Thursday is going to be a sign of things to come where C.J. Stroud this year is going to be running for his life and just going to be honestly hoping to survive more than anything else. Don't think it's going to be a very good rookie year for the number two overall pick out of Ohio State. Here it is, folks. He's coming. Baker Mayfield is here. He is winning this quarterback competition. He is leading the Browns to the playoffs. This year, there's a hot take for you. Mark it down. Ryan Hickey told you on August 12th, the Bucs are winning the division and going to the playoffs on the back of Baker Mayfield. And if you watch anything from Friday night's action, let me tell you, Baker looked like Oklahoma Baker. Crisp, confident. He he looked like someone and walked around like someone who had his swagger back. Eight and nine on uh, Friday night against the Steelers. 63 yards, one touchdown. He is not losing to Kyle Trask. And he's going to be the starter all year long and lead the Bucs to the playoffs. And finally, two quarterbacks had solid preseason debuts. I'm not sold, though. They have big years upcoming. Jordan Love, Kenny Pickett. Both were solid in their 2023 debut. Both, I think, are starting to feel some love, no pun intended, for Jordan there. Um, as we get closer to the season, some people are picking the Steelers. We had a few Steelers hot takes here uh, early on in the uh, earlier in the show. I'm seeing some buzz around Kenny Pickett. I feel like, and there's a question mark about the Packers, but now maybe a growing sense that maybe they're more of a playoff team than we thought. I'm a wait and see of both of them. I got to wait and see what Jordan Love is. I got to wait and see what Kenny Pickett is. I'm not sold right now on either. I'm not going to go in blindly. I have no problem. Having blind faith and thinking something's going to work or someone's going to succeed. I do it all the time. But these two quarterbacks, I don't get a good vibe from in terms of having a big breakout year this year. So I'm going to pump the brakes on Kenny Pickett, Jordan Love. Good debuts start the preseason. Not sold on them, though, this upcoming year uh, having big breakout years. 
All right, so there are some takes, many, maybe some considered hot takes. That's where you come in. I want to hear your hot takes here for the 2023 NFL season. One big one I do have here, the Rams are making the playoffs. Stafford, McVay, Cup, Donald, all back. That's going to equate to a playoff appearance. What is your hot take that you think will come true here in 2023? Beck is calling from Florida. What's up, Beck? Hey, how's it going? Uh, um, happy birthday, Mr. Hickey. Uh, my oh. dad's birthday is coming up this week, too. And uh, with the Yankees being down here, we're thinking about taking him for his birthday to Garrett Cole on Sunday. Um, but speaking of taking off, I took off and went to last year Yankee Stadium. What was that, 09 or so um, uh, with my dad? And that was the first time being in New York or so. And and speaking of sound, that was crazy. I was up all night, took the 5 o'clock flight in the morning on Delta, and all I heard was jackhammers and sirens, and all I wanted was a nap, <laughs> you know. And, and Back, they, they call it the city that never sleeps, and you saw firsthand why that is. Yeah, there's no quiet time. There's no downtime. Yeah, now, again, we were off at Times Square, and that was in the middle of the afternoon. Oh, so I don't yeah, know about where it. you guys live and, you know, of course, everything. Um, but uh, my crazy take, you left it off a couple weeks ago with about playoff teams. Um, what about the Saints? I mean, I assume they're going to win the division. Of course, me being a Raiders and Colts fan, which, again, hopefully we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I assume they got that much to prove, and I assume they're going to win the division. And for 40-1, to 1, throw some shekels down on that and Uh-oh. why not you know wait 41 you're talking about super bowl to win the super bowl oh you're saying saints to win the super bowl wow well, i mean they're going to make the playoffs i would assume if they win the division that's only like what minus one well, i was going to say like the saints odd. win the division it's not exactly the hot take we're looking for here it's not going on a limb no but winning the super bowl maybe oh you know? yeah that is back that is all right so pencil you down Saints win the Super Bowl. We're going crazy here. Now, with the Raiders and Colton, with this running back situation, I mean, you've been to the practice. I mean, I assume you you see more than what I've been seeing or whatever. Obviously, there's been all a lot of hype with Anthony Richardson and everything else. I mean, but what are they doing? They signed Kendrick Drake with Kareem Hunt, Dalvin, and all these people out there, Ezekiel and everything. They signed Kendrick Drake? I mean... Camp body. And they have a lot of running backs uh, injured back. I, I won't bore the audience in terms of going down the Colts depth chart running back wise, but camp body, no reason to panic. JT will be there week number one. Appreciate the call, man. Hopefully you're doing well and happy early birthday to your dad. And I'm you just saying happy birthday to my dad. Uh, trust me. It means more coming from you than it does from me. He'll, he loves the fame. He loves getting recognized by strangers. That's that'll do it for him. Justin is in Michigan. What's up, Justin? Hey Ryan. How you doing? Good, buddy. What's on your mind, man? What, what kind of hot take are you working with today? Listen, I'm going with the biggest, boldest take you're going to hear right now. Oh, boy. We got one. We got you someone said the him? Patriots going to win the Super Bowl, so can you top that? No, that, that guy, he doesn't understand Matt Patricia ain't going nowhere. He is a Lions fan. You should know Matt Patricia is not taking you nowhere. But my bold take, and I know this ever happened before. It might have, maybe. I don't know. Coach of the year, Dan Campbell. Defensive player of the year, Jared Goff. Defensive player of the year, Aiden Hutchinson. Sweep. A sweep of the awards. I'm saying it's biggest bold. Biggest bold, right? I love it. Offensive player of the year and Aiden Hutchinson. This season, Jared Goff. You like Jared Goff. I do. His weapons are hot. His weapons are hot. 
Gibbs is going to be hot. Montgomery is going to be – we got Laporta, tight end. Going to recover Aiden, Aiden, great. Everyone sees the offseason, and they forget, like, oh, like preseason games. What are they showing? They're not, we're not going to show you guys anything. All right. Mind you, our defense was so – our defense was so bad last year. Only goal. It, it, it improved in the second half, though. They kind of got their footing later in the year. Yeah. Um, so you hope, obviously, they... A, we finished it in two. Yeah. No, it's like, I'm... Justin, oh, I'm with oh, you. Oh, I appreciate oh, the call. Oh. I got to run here. Just end the hour. Appreciate the call, buddy. I'm with you on the lines. I think they're winning the division. I think they're going to the playoffs. And Jared, I said before, Jared got one of my hot takes. Top five MVP candidate. You're obviously going right there with him winning Offensive Player of the Year. I think a big year has come from Jared Goff. I would agree. All right, we'll continue to take your hot takes. And also, when we do return... Which quarterback has the most pressure on him in 2023? I think it's Aaron Rodgers. I'll explain why next. It's Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio.